Just before this podcast begins, I want to let you know that even though we're talking about Tangled, which is a new movie that's still in theaters right now at the time of this release, the first few minutes of this podcast are spoiler-free, so you don't have to worry about being spoiled. But go ahead and listen until I give the clear, obvious warning that there are spoilers for the rest of the discussion. Are You Just Watching is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, over at djosephdesign.com, where you can get website design, presentation design, cover art for your podcast, all sorts of cool services over at djosephdesign.com. Check out my portfolio and see how I can make your message look great. Are You Just Watching is also brought to you in part by GoToMeeting. More on that in just a moment. Are you just watching Tangled Initial Reactions? I'm Daniel Lewis, and right now I'm alone in the studio because Eve wasn't able to go with me to see the movie Tangled, but a lot of stuff has happened lately, and boy, it's been a while since I've been here with you guys in an Are You Just Watching podcast. This is the podcast where we share critical thinking for the entertained Christian. It's all about movies, but also approaching movies from a Christian critical thinking perspective. That is, first building our thinking upon the Bible, and then when we watch movies, to evaluate those movies according to what we read in Scripture and asking questions. It's not necessarily looking for an agenda in movies. Sometimes there's an agenda, yes, but not all the time. But it's asking questions and learning from the movie certain spiritual things, we can glean illustrations or question certain themes that we see put forth within the movie and see how do they line up with scripture in a biblical worldview. But I always recommend enjoy the movie first. That's why when we bring you these initial reactions, they are really just initial reactions because it's difficult to both enjoy the movie and think critically about the movie on the first time. So that's why I highly recommend watch a movie first and then watch it again and start thinking critically about it. And that way you'll have the opportunity to enjoy the movie and then you can think critically about the movie after you've already enjoyed it because they are very fun to enjoy. And before I talk to you about this fun movie that we recently watched, I want to tell you about our sponsor. For a moment, picture this. You're on the phone with a client or colleague trying to explain something to them. Maybe it's some software or you're trying to explain an illustration to them or a chart. Have you ever tried to explain something visual to someone over the phone? It just doesn't work, especially with the computer trying to show them something on the computer. It doesn't work. It's slow. It's cumbersome. If they could only see what you're talking about instead of just hearing you talk about it. Wouldn't that be so much better? Well, I've got good news for you. Now they can. 
Just use gotomeeting.com to hold an online meeting. It's really easy. Now you may be thinking, well, I don't have time to schedule this meeting out all ahead of time and everything. No, you don't have to do that. You can schedule a meeting ahead of time or you can start one on the fly. Everyone simply logs on to gotomeeting.com. Then they see what's on your computer screen on their computer screen. It's like magic, but it's technology. It's GoToMeeting, which is brought to you by Citrix. GoToMeeting is the easiest, most secure way to hold an online meeting. I have used GoToMeeting before, and it is really easy. It's really nice. It's got some impressive features, too. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's a month of unlimited online meetings for free, and that's even longer than what you would normally get if you go to the website. Here's how you get it. Visit gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use promo code PODCAST. That's gotomeeting.com, promo code PODCAST, when you click the Try It Free button. Thank you, Citrix, for your support. We really appreciate it. Now, Disney has gone back a little bit. This is their 50th full-length animated feature film. And they've gone back to the traditional days that many of us know. And those are the days of the music and the singing and the beautiful songs and memorable lyrics. I got to see the movie Tangled. Bring back what once was mine. what has been heard. Change the fate's design Save what has been lost Bring back what once was mine What once was mine Tangled, first of all, this is a spoiler-free section. I took my wife to see Tangled, and Eve wasn't able to go with us, but it was a very enjoyable movie. We had a lot of fun watching it. It's a Disney movie. It has John Laster as the senior producer, and he's known for all the Toy Story and Pixar movies. So he knows how to tell a story, and they tell this story really well. The animation quality is great. It was really neat to hear Zachary Levi, who's from one of my favorite TV shows, Chuck, within the movie. He His voice is just awesome for this, and It was really cool to see him in this. It's also starring Mandy Moore as Rapunzel. Zachary Levi plays the character of Flynn Ryder. And Tangled was fantastic because it reminded me of the classic Disney movies where, you know, it's a a fairy tale storyline and songs throughout, these songs that you could sing and dance to and fun lyrics and everything. That's what Tangled was like. And it was very exciting to see that. They even brought back Alan Menken, who has done many, many of Disney's scores and musicals in the past. So it was really neat. It's like the whole gang is back together again. 50th animated film. That's pretty cool. Now, Rapunzel does not, or Tangled rather, does not quite follow the original fairy tale of Rapunzel. But it follows it generally, carrying many of the same concepts and certain lines as well from the original story, the original fairy tale. And uh, there's no talking animals in this, but definitely the animals have personality. And I think it adds a lot of comic relief to it. Well, already Tangled is so much of a fun movie, 
but the animals also add a lot of things to laugh at and uh, really fun at first you start thinking is that really happening and then as it goes on you realize that yeah that's intentional that they made this character act like that tangled is definitely family friendly contains very little actual magic uh, which is often surprising because disney is known for movies with magic in them, like Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella and things like a really dark movie was The Princess and the Frog. Very dark movie with all of it, movie with all of its voodoo magic within it. Tangled has very little magic, uh, also very little violence to it. There are some fights, but they're cordial fights. There is a stabbing scene, which at first I thought maybe that was the first time Disney had a stabbing scene, but. No, I realize there are others and some animated, not really blood, but just like blood stain. So it's not excessive violence. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable to watch. Very clean. I really enjoyed Tangled. And I think you would too. And for a much more thorough review from a family friendliness perspective of Tangled, I recommend that you check out Plugged In Online's thorough review of it that's from focus on the family and i'll have the link to that in the show notes over are you just watching.com slash ir13 if you see tangled i would love to hear your comments about it you can comment on the show notes over are you just watching.com slash ir13 or email feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 and let me know what you thought of the movie. Now, if you've already seen the movie, or if you're okay being spoiled, then continue listening. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, and you don't want to be spoiled, then pause the recording now, go see the movie, and then come back and listen to the rest. Because the rest of this will contain spoilers, if you don't know how the movie would go already. So, from now on, spoilers. Okay, now that it's just us who have either seen the movie or don't mind it being spoiled, let's talk about a couple things, or a few things. Magic and eternal life. The magic, like I said, wasn't very prominent in this, but it did have some magic in that there was this drop of sun that fell on a flower, and that flower then bloomed into this magic Rapunzel flower that when you when this witch an evil witch and it's never shown really what kind of magic she does but when she sings to this flower it gives her extra life it gives her in a sense eternal life now eternal life is really only for god to give in scripture eternal life is used as reference to the eternal blessed life with god forever and there's also eternal punishment as taught in scripture and in scripture john 3 16 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life we don't need to sing to a flower to have eternal life we can have it through jesus christ who died on the cross for us that's where eternal life comes from not singing to a flower the singing to a flower stuff is just magical nonsense but it is still in there and it's a common concept that well, certain things in magic can give 
eternal life in movies that is it's a common thing but uh, it's part of this fairy tale in that rapunzel's hair later on since she has uh, since the flower was used to save rapunzel's mother as she was giving birth to rapunzel rapunzel's hair now has this magical quality that when she sings her hair glows with this magic and it has healing powers and the power to give eternal life because it heals the body beyond all damage so we don't know how old this witch gothel is but probably pretty old because by the end of the movie when she dies she just fades into dust she doesn't age but she fades into dust before she hits the ground because of rapunzel's magical powers in her hair and the power that Gothel wanted to be able to live forever and have all healing power. She kept Rapunzel as prisoner. See, Gothel had kidnapped Rapunzel from the royal family after she discovered that Rapunzel's hair didn't simply carry the power in itself because when it was cut, it lost its power. So so Gothel kidnapped Rapunzel as a baby and raised her as her own daughter so Rapunzel is calling Gothel, Gothel mother throughout this, but Gothel never lets Rapunzel out because she's an evil witch. That's what evil witches do. They keep people prisoner. And she did essentially keep Rapunzel as a prisoner. And one of the things that she said in order to convince Rapunzel not to go outside or want to go outside was that the outside world is a dangerous place. However, through the course of the movie, Rapunzel comes to quite a different conclusion in that she thinks that there's good in the world, including a bar full of thugs is somehow good, and they've all got these dreams that they want to pursue, and everyone is good on the inside. But you know what? Gothel was right about the outside world. To an extent, because scripture says in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? And in Romans 1, 28 and 32, it says, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death... They not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. That's Romans 1, 28 through 32. Also in Galatians 5, 19 through 21, it says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. The world out there is a dangerous place because it's filled with sin. That's why it's a dangerous place. But staying within our own homes won't protect us from that 
Because scripture doesn't say the world out there. It's saying these are the deeds of the flesh and we all are flesh and we all too can sin just as bad as these verses I've read. But it's only by the grace of God that we can have the strength to overcome sin. The world is basically evil. Man is basically evil, not basically good. But we don't have to be afraid of ourselves or afraid of the world because in Romans 12, 1, Paul said, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And Jesus Christ, in praying for his disciples, and by extension, praying for us too, who are his disciples, he said, They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. See, we are not of the world. But what gives us the power for that? It's Jesus Christ. Because in 1 John 4, 4, it says, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Jesus Christ is greater than any sin and any foe we can ever face. We don't have to be afraid of these things. Also, Jesus Christ himself said in John 16, 33, These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace in the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And it is so wonderful to know that Jesus Christ has indeed overcome the world. That's why we don't have to, to be afraid. That's the same reason we don't have to be afraid of death, because Jesus has conquered death. In Tangled, Flynn at one point tells Rapunzel that a little rebellion is healthy. Well, now, keep in mind two things. One is, yes, he's talking about rebellion against this evil witch who kidnapped Rapunzel and is this fake mother. But Rapunzel doesn't know that at this point. So, for all of her knowledge... Gothel, the evil witch, is Rapunzel's mother. So when Flynn is talking about rebellion, a little rebellion is healthy, he's still saying rebel against the person you know as your mother. In 1 Samuel 15.23, God said, For rebellion is as the sin of divination, or some translations like King James Version says, witchcraft, and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. Rebellion is a serious thing in Scripture, and that's why Scripture has as a very, very, very last resort, not a first resort, very last resort is actually punishment by death, but that is an absolutely last resort. Some people think that Scripture is saying, kill your rebellion, rebellious teenagers, but no, that's an absolute last resort if the uh, child is extremely rebellious, and it's, it's a capital punishment at that point. But scripture never teaches us to rebel against our authorities, even ungodly authorities. And I hear often that people will have problems with this concept of being submissive to even unrighteous authorities. But scripture never tells us to rebel against our authorities. First of all, regarding our parents, in the Ten Commandments, God said, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. And then regarding authorities in general, 
it says in Romans 13, 1, every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. Those which exist are established by God. So if you're not happy with authority, then you're not happy with God's authority, really, because God establishes authority. Now, that doesn't mean that all authorities do God's will. They are agents of God's will, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're doing God's will or they're obeying him. But still, it is God's will for us to be in subjection to our authorities, even if they're an evil witch who kidnapped us from our mother's palace. Although in that case, scripture would probably, yeah, there are probably some things in there about being kidnapped, but we should still be obedient and respectful and honoring and subjection to our authorities. Love is also a prevalent theme in this. Tangled really is a fun, I would, you could almost call it a romantic comedy in that, well, Flynn and Rapunzel obviously fall in love. That's like all of the fairy tales is someone falls in love. And Flynn was a greedy person though. He was a thief. He betrayed his friends. And the only reason why he was even helping Rapunzel is because she was essentially dangling his prize, his stolen crown in front of him and saying, you be my guide so I can see these floating lights or else you'll never get this back or just be my guide. Take me there. Take me back home and I'll give this back to you. So he's only doing this. He's only helping her out of greed. But along the way, he starts to see that, oh, maybe I should have a bigger dream. Maybe, maybe, oh, wow, this, this is a wonderful woman here. He starts to fall in love with Rapunzel and Rapunzel was falling in love with him to the point that she was even able to forgive him of things. And she had faith in him. She believed the best for him. First Corinthians 13, five. Now first Corinthians 13, as you know, is like the love chapter in Bible, in the Bible. And 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says that love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Love is forgiving. In fact, 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. It was Rapunzel's love for Flynn that helped her to forgive Flynn, but also it crushed her later on when it seemed like Flynn had betrayed her, but really he hadn't. And she tried to have faith, but she couldn't. And finally, two similar concepts are mentioned in here. And that is that uh, the idea of fate and dreams. From the trailer, I was able to pull this short sound clip. Something brought you here. Fate, destiny. A horse. Rapunzel thinks that Flynn's appearance is fate, that he's the one that is essentially going to rescue her and give her this opportunity to follow her dreams and see these lights that she has to know about. It's fate that brought them together. Flynn, on the other hand, just says, a horse. He doesn't believe in fate. Now, toward the end, he starts to believe in fate. But fate is this ominous concept that guides everyone to the right thing. And No, that's just baloney. But she has a dream. In fact, there's a hilarious musical scene where she's in this bar full of thugs who are about to beat up on them and turn them into the authorities. 
and she asks them, don't you have a dream? And then all of these thugs start singing this great song and sharing their dreams. Very hilarious section and great song talking about their dreams. And even Flynn shares his dream, which he has to kind of make up on the spot. And his dream was to be rich and famous and live on this private island. And it's no wonder then later on, one of the thugs, now that they're friends, since they've shared their dreams, that happens when people sing together, they tend to become friends, generally, in movies. So this guy, as he's helping Flynn and Rapunzel escape, he says, Go, live your dream. I will. Your dream stinks. I was talking to her. (laughs) Flynn's dream stinks. Rapunzel's dream, however, is this wonderful, beautiful dream. Now, Scripture says that whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. And in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus Christ said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That was Matthew six nineteen and 21. And the verse I mentioned before that was Colossians 3. 23 through 24. So scripture says nothing against pursuing a dream. However, it says, whatever you do, do it heartily for the Lord, not for men, and also not for yourself. And don't try and store up treasures for yourself on earth, but store up treasures for yourself in heaven. We should be pursuing heavenly treasure heavenly dreams, pursuing the will of God, not the will of ourselves. So this has been a brief review of Tangled. I would love to know what you thought of Tangled, if you've seen it, or just if you have your own opinions on this discussion. You can comment on the show notes over at areyoujustwatching.com slash IR17. Email feedback at noodle.mx, and you can send audio files with that if you want. Or you can easily just pick up your phone and make a phone call to 859-353-4332. Or catch me or Eve on Twitter. I'm at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. And Eve is at twitter.com slash Eve Franklin. And please remember to join our Facebook page and leave big gleaming reviews of us in iTunes. Also, please check out our other podcasts on the Noodle Mix Network. There's the Ramen Noodle, which is the clean comedy podcast, and my other podcast, the Audacity Podcast, which is all about podcasting and audacity. And keep an eye on Noodle Mix because there might be some new shows added to the mix pretty soon. Additionally, there are the sixth annual podcast awards going on for nomination right now near the end of November, middle of November. And I hope you've already heard the announcement, the short little announcement that I had in here and read the blog post. But if you haven't yet, please, please nominate us for the podcast awards. Here's how we want it to go. Please nominate this show, Are You Just Watching, for movies slash films. And if you're going to nominate stuff, please also nominate our other shows. So nominate the Audacity to Podcast for Technology and nominate The Ramen Noodle for comedy. 
You can find the links to the podcast awards in the show notes over at the no over at areyoujustwatching.com slash IR13. But also more information about the podcast awards and the full information about what all to submit for us and roles and stuff, you can read over at noodle.mx slash podcast awards. That's noodle.mx slash podcast awards. And while you're on noodle.mx, the Noodle Mix Network homepage, also we're doing a giveaway. There's a movie coming up that is colossal. Tron Legacy. It's incredible. I got to see 20 about 20 minutes of footage of Tron and it was awesome. I might have a brief pre-review comment later on it, but even I started Are You Just Watching because of a Tron movie, the original Tron movie, and we haven't released that episode. We did that for another podcast that has since pod faded, but we will release that episode before the major Tron movie, so that'll probably be the next thing you'll get in the feed. But to celebrate Tron Legacies coming out in December, we're hosting a giveaway. Here's all you have to do. What we're doing is we're giving away Tron Legacy posters. This is only to the contiguous 48 states in the United States, so all of America except for Hawaii and Alaska and the external provinces and all that stuff. So just the 48 states. If you want to be entered into this contest for the Tron Legacy poster, all you have to do is sign up for our email newsletter. To do that, just go to noodle.mx and either on the right-hand side where there is the little uh, mail icon, click that and you can sign up there with your first and last name and email address. Or just scroll to the bottom of the website, noodle.mx, and you'll see the sign-up form there. Just sign up for the newsletter and you'll be automatically entered in the contest for the Tron Legacy poster giveaway. It'll be completely free, shipping, handling, all of that. Tron Legacy poster, sign up for the newsletter at noodle.mx. And by the way, I promise you your information will be private. I'll never spam you. I won't email you more than once a week. Right now it's more like bi-weekly, kind of once a week. But it's just it's a more personal newsletter, just letting you know what's going on with the network and what new things we might be doing and what you might have missed during the week. But I promise to not spam you or sell your email address. But do sign up for our newsletter and you will be entered to win the Tron Legacy poster. It's really cool. So I hope that you have enjoyed this discussion of Tangled. And again, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions, especially if you see the movie. The show notes are at areyoujustwatching.com slash IR13. And remember that uh, follow us on Twitter and all of the other places. But keep thinking critically. Keep thinking biblically. For now, for Eve Franklin, I'm Daniel Lewis. Thanks for listening. And don't just watch. Are You Just Watching? is produced and sponsored by D. Joseph Design at djosephdesign.com. The opening vocal talent is thanks to Mariah. Our theme song is used courtesy of Answers in Genesis from their exciting Vacation Bible School curriculum, Operation Space, which you can find at AnswersVBS.com.
find more great clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com.